Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Schnapp, a.k.a. the Serene Home Nursing Agency podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Condon. Schnapp is here to explore the inner workings of the American healthcare system. We want to educate and inspire our listeners by diving into the minds of healthcare professionals and people with extraordinary stories. I stress and emphasize in my agency that we are people first. We could be nurses, we could take care of people, but at the core of what we do, we're people first. And to actually see a face inside of just a name and say, this is Susie Jones, she's a patient of ours, um, and you see a face connected to the family and you understand the family dynamics, I think it makes you even a stronger, more capable caregiver. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of The Schnapp. That is the Serene Home Nursing Agency podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Condon. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Irene Manolius. She is the CEO and founder of Serene Home Nursing Agency. Today, we're going to learn a little bit of how and why Irene became a nurse and how those experiences influenced her to start Serene. She was able to take her company with just one single case and turned it into one of the largest home care agencies on Long Island, and I'm very very excited to get her insight on how she did so. I hope you guys enjoy. Good morning, everybody. This is the Schnapp, the Serene Home Nursing Agency podcast, and this is your host, Jesse Condon. Welcome to the first episode, and we have a very, very special guest today, the CEO of Serene. Her name is Irene Manolius. How are you today, Irene? How are you, Jesse? And good morning, everybody. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. It's not, it's not bad. It's a little chilly outside, so it was a little rough getting in here, but I'm nice and warm now. I got my coffee. I'm ready to go. Like I said, Serene was started by Irene, and before she became the CEO of Serene, she was actually a registered nurse, correct, Irene? Correct, yes. All right. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Can you tell me what inspired you to become a nurse? Okay. Um, I had an interesting upbringing when I had my mom, who's definitely an inspiration of why I became a nurse, who was a caregiver. She took care of our, her children, of course, and she actually was the caregiver for all the children in the neighborhood and anyone that came around her. She was definitely a strong influence. However, I also had a father that was an entrepreneur that pursued the business industry and, and did well with that. So I had a combination of parents that exposed me to healthcare and taking care of people, but also had the influence on my father, who was a business person. So my mom was definitely an influence in me becoming a nurse by watching how nurturing she was and how she took care of everyone around us. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of people, their ideals in life and how they operate their life and the things that they become and later in their life usually generate from their parents. So that's great that you had that influence from your, your mother. And I think that's awesome. Going off of that, how long were you a registered nurse? What were, how old were you when you became a nurse and how long did that last? I was, um, I think I was about 25 and I became a nurse. I've been a nurse for 25 years. I did work in a hospital in the beginning and then I transitioned quite quickly to home care, um, because I saw it as a wonderful option, especially having a little daughter at the time that it gave me a good um, it gave me flexibility with my time, and um, I had a, a set schedule, which was wonderful. So I was able to balance being a mother as well as being a nurse and building my career. What experiences as a home care nurse uh, made you realize that we needed a better home care agency on Long Island? 
as I worked as a home care nurse, I saw a lot of companies that were doing wonderful, amazing things. And I saw some that maybe I didn't agree with, or I felt could use some improvement. I also saw the need in our industry for a home care agency that offered more services and availability. And what I thought about was how if I did start an agency, and this was in the beginning before I actually did start the company, what would I do to combine everything that I've experienced that was positive, omit what was negative, and then look at what the needs were in our community? And collectively, it was what gave me the inspiration to start Serene, is to look at something that would be of a benefit to our society, to our communities, but also keep in mind what would be beneficial for people in general for what they would need in home care. Okay, so I'm sure other people have tried to start home care agencies on Long Island. Um, you talked a little bit about the competition and things that you saw that you liked and things that you saw you, you didn't like about them. Um, can you touch upon some of those positives and negatives that these companies did and what you did differently to become successful? Sure. There were a lot of home care agencies out there when I was thinking about starting Serene, and some of them did things wonderfully. Um, I saw some agencies that offer good training programs. They communicated well with their staff in the field. Um, and they had flexibility in schedules and different types of home care patients and needs that they would have. Then I saw other agencies that maybe the communication wasn't as great training programs. Really, some of them were really available, which was concerning. Um, and when I thought about creating the platform for Serene, I considered these things and I wanted to make an agency where nurses felt comfortable working for the, an agency that was actually training them in a skill set that they would need to know for their individual patients. Um, and also that communication was a key strength in the company that the nurses could reach out to their supervisors or staffing coordinators and understand exactly what was expected of them. So I wanted to combine all the positives, omit the negatives, and create something that was in need in our community and was in a growing need in our community. As an employee at Serene, um, it's really great to hear this from you because I could tell you guys just working at the company myself that these things are actually true because she does actually implement things within the business that relate to what she just spoke about. So like things like our baby steps program, we, we train our nurses very well and they have a very close relationship with their nursing supervisors. Um, we have a very great nursing department at Serene and they work very well with the nurses underneath them. So it's great that you were able to see these positives and negatives from other companies and basically tweak it to make it a little better because you said that they didn't have great communication, some of them. So you made sure that our nursing supervisors are always in contact with the nurses, with the RNs, the LPNs under, under them. And uh, I think it's great that we do have things like the Baby Steps program and other programs where we bring our nurses in periodically to teach them because I think it's very important for any type of business to keep your brain fresh and, and keep learning as you progress in the workplace. So I think that's awesome that you saw these things and actually implemented them in, into the business and now the business is successful because of them. Going off of that, how important is it to you to further the development of Serene for the patients as well as the employees? How how important is that to you? Well, there we are definitely a change in times in healthcare in general, as in, in the whole industry. Um, like I say to my employees, we're definitely on uncharted waters in many areas. 
when I first started Serene, for instance, no one saw the explosion of managed care, which Can has tripled. Can you touch on what managed care is for those who don't know? Sure. Um, managed care is um, a system in place where people, usually from insurance companies, are assigned to patients that have multi-level needs that are ongoing, and they'll manage the care that they have in regards to home care and doctor's visits and equipment they may need. And they make sure that they're receiving quality yet affordable care to the best of their ability. And with this transition, the connection it has to home care is that as an industry, we've acknowledged that home care is much more cost effective. And the truth is people want to be home. They don't want to be in a hospital. And that's what I've learned also from working as a nurse that gave me the inspiration to start Serene is people want to be home with their loved ones. It's not really hard to sell the fact that you'd rather be cared for in your home as opposed to cared for in a hospital. I think anyone would be more comfortable. And we see that with a lot of our patients, they really do truly love to be home and they love our nurses and they form these these great relationships with their nurses because they're comfortable being cared for there. Whereas in a hospital, different nurses are going to seven different patients on their floor and they don't make that same connection. So I think it's great that you were able to make connections with your patients when you were a home care nurse and you saw how important that was to them. I think that's really awesome. Okay. So starting Serene as the CEO, after your career as a registered nurse, did you face any challenges opening up the company or in the beginning stages of the company? And if you did, how did you overcome those challenges? Okay. Well, getting back to managed care, that was a challenge. Nobody saw what managed care would do to home care back in the day. And I think the statistics show that from 2012 to 2019, managed care in the home care setting has tripled. And it was a big undertaking. We saw a lot of seniors transition from nursing homes to home care, and they needed caregivers. These caregivers had to be trained. But it was a wonderful thing because, you know, seniors really want to be home with their families. When you're older, where do you want to be? Do you want to be in an institution? Do you want to be in home care with your families and your, lo- and your loved ones? Yeah, I think so, that goes for all ages too. Honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. And the numbers show because it tripled. Also, children, um, a big part of Serene is taking care of our children who have special needs. And these children do not want to be in a facility. They want to be home with their parents, with their siblings. And it's really the best and safest place for them to be. Um, so the challenges were not foreseeing the big explosion of managed care and having to take it apart bit by bit and make sure that we were growing effectively and efficiently to provide the services that we needed to provide for our patients in need. The second challenge, of course, had to do recently with COVID. It was interesting to me. I was just thinking about how our society, our world has always had pandemics um, we've had the Spanish flu, the bubonic plague, even tuberculosis, um, and many others. And we knew it was just a matter of time before a pandemic would hit our world again and affect us because it has, and, and history has shown that these pandemics repeat themselves. Yet no one was really truly prepared for COVID. And if I can go back, as you said, the challenges, and maybe we would, we would have put in place a, really good emergency preparedness policy for COVID. Um, so that would be another thing we would have uh, looked upon as a challenge and fixed back in the day if we could have foreseen what was going to happen. 
Okay, so you touched a little bit upon COVID-19. How did that affect the company? You know, it was very, it was challenging for us in back in March of, of 2020. What I felt is, and of course, the country was scrambling. We had people going into hospitals and being, going into ICUs. And what I felt was that home care was kind of being looked over. And we had sick infants in our care. We've had, you know, including also toddlers and other children and, and seniors who were at risk. And at times when people were scrambling, I found myself even on social media begging people, if you had any gloves or masks, please, uh, we're looking for them. And we, I put everybody out there in this, in our agency, all the supervisors, the top, uh, directors, staff and coordinators, and put them all on a mission to find gloves and masks. We had to keep our patients safe through in the homes. And it took a while for the system to catch up with home care, even though there are thousands of people, medically fragile people in home care. And it took a while to acquire protective gear to help these people in need. So yeah. that was a big challenge. I think a big reason for that is because not only did these healthcare facilities need these materials like masks and gloves and uh, sanitizer, but everywhere in the world did. Every business, every person, every individual had to have this gear. So it was probably very tough to find it as any business, not even just a nursing agency. And that's tough. But I've seen now that we have an abundance of this stuff. So do you think that this kind of uh, sparked something in your brain to be like, okay, we need to be prepared for just in case this ever happens again or if a second wave hits. Do you, do you believe that's true? Absolutely. And we're already preparing. And it's not just protective gear. It's also increasing our ability to communicate with people in the field. Right now, we're working on expanding to make Serene have the most latest technology that we can communicate with people in the field. So communication. And of course, during the pandemic, we had everybody calling all our patients to make sure they were safe, but not just protective gear, also that and making sure people are prepared as we go step by step through this process. And hopefully there will be a cure soon. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I believe that, and you could correct me if I'm mistaken, I believe that it is very important to be prepared, not just for COVID-19, but for any pandemic that may hit in the future. And um, I'm very proud of Serene, and I'm sure you are as well, considering it's like your baby. I'm sure you're very <laughs> proud of how we handled the situation, how everyone was able to work. Um, we were even shut down at one point because of COVID-19, and we all did a great job of working from our homes. So I think that you touched upon communication a little bit, and that's clearly very important to you, and you've noticed it earlier on in your career. And I think that we did a great job at Serene of effectively communicating through this pandemic. Like I said, we were closed for a little bit, and that was tough. We were working from home, and it, it's very it's very hard to work with a team if you don't get to see them in person. So I think that the communication that you've basically promoted within the business is truly like very effective now because we did a great job through the pandemic. And although we faced challenges and things happened during that pandemic, we were able to come out on top because a lot of, a lot of businesses lost their business. A lot of people lost many patients. They lost many workers and not to say that we didn't lose workers as well because people didn't want to be in homes. People didn't want to essentially work because they were scared of getting COVID, but we were still able to effectively communicate amongst our team and we were able to get nurses and staff our cases. And I'm, like I said, I'm sure you're very proud and I'm very proud as well because we really did a great job with that. Okay. So just to continue a little bit on COVID-19, I said any challenges, but I want to be more specific. Were there any unique challenges to home care 
like home care agencies on the ground or in the country as well. Was there anything unique to just home care? Yes, actually, we did have a unique situation in home care. On a regular basis, we have patients who are discharged from hospitals. Um, and right at the height of the pandemic, we had a handful of pediatric patients with very complex needs that the hospitals were calling us and they wanted them discharged. And usually the process is that we have more time to go over the specific needs of the patient and put together a staff. And we were faced with the challenge of, do we speed this process up? How do we speed this process up that our nurses actually know the individual needs of the patients and make sure that this is a safe and effective discharge that they can transition into home care? But the longer we waited, the more these babies in some instances, one was a, a newborn infant, was being exposed to people who potentially had corona so it was a very unique situation. And I could tell you, I, I was very 50-50 on what to do. Do we discharge these little babies in some instances to parents that may have not 100% know their complex needs yet in the middle of a pandemic? Or would you leave these babies in the hospital where they're going to be exposed to corona potentially? So that was a very big challenge that we had to face. And I could tell you our nursing supervisors really stepped up and they knew that time was of the essence, and they trained the nurses effectively. And these children were transitioned into home care successfully. They are well today, thank God. And that was definitely a unique challenge on how to make sure our staff was prepared to take on these children when we didn't have the flexibility of just going to the hospital and going to the houses to learn enough and acquaint ourselves with the needs of the patients. So that was definitely a unique challenge for us. Yeah, not even just the company. Um, you said that you were very 50-50. Uh, having to make the decisions as a CEO, this pandemic was probably a little weird because we've spoke about it before that no one was prepared for this, really. Um, it, it kind of came out of the blue. People thought it was a joke at first. And then when it really hit, people were like, oh, my God, what do we do? So there's even with all of your experience as a nurse and as a CEO of Serene, you can't prepare to make that decision. So like making that decision on the fly, I'm sure it was very difficult. But like you said, you walked your supervisors through it and they walked their nurses through it and everyone was trained adequately to take on the challenge at hand. And like I said, I'll mention it again. I'm, I'll mention it a million times, everyone. I'm very proud of our staff because we did a great job of handling this pandemic. Things could have went south and they didn't. I think that looking into the future, if we do experience another pandemic or another wave of COVID-19, this experience made our company stronger and made our nurses, our aides, our in-office employees, everyone closer as a team as well. And I think that's really, truly a great thing as opposed to looking at it as a negative that COVID-19 happened. Um, obviously, it's not a great thing that people are getting sick and people are passing away and whatnot. But we were able to make the best out of it and help the patients of ours as best we can. And I think that's really an amazing thing. Okay, so shying away from COVID-19, I'm sure you guys have heard so much about that in the past couple months. Um, I want to get to know a little bit more about how Serene began. So we talked about how you were a nurse and how the, the company developed in its early stages. But I want to know, did you have this vision in your head of what Serene would be? Or did the success amount to something that you weren't prepared for? Like, were you ready for the amount of success that Serene did take on in the past few years? Um, that's an interesting question, too. I mean, I was a fairly young nurse. My vision was to just have a handful of patients that I can provide 
great care too and know them on a personal level. And I really first anticipated Serene would have maybe 10 or 12 patients. And we started with just one case. We started right? with just one case. Yes, yeah. we're still can't, with us. Can't mention because of HIPAA, but yes. shout out to that one case. Yes. <laughs> yes, it started with one case the day we opened and got our license. But there definitely were some, you know, unique things that I, I didn't foresee. And the, again, the growth of managed care was definitely uh, something I didn't foresee. And also, I was never a pediatric nurse. That's not my area. It was neurology, adults, I work with the adult population. The amount of children, which was wonderful, transitioning from facilities back to their parents and preparing for that and the immense preparation for that. And again, we started with one, our first patient was an adult patient, but then when we started with our first pediatric patient, and that took on a whole new level of challenges as well, preparing ourselves and hiring pediatric specialized nursing supervisors, creating the training programs that these children would need and looking into the industry to see where the need base was. And we now specialize in children that have neurological impairments, seizure disorders. A large population of our, of our pediatric patients have uh, chromosomal abnormalities. So with us, especially with our ventrach uh, children, we created immense amount of policies and training programs for these children in need that are sort of unique, I think, to other people, the way we do this. We actually do hands-on, direct. I mean, we've had trainings where with our patients that have seizure disorders where our nurse will say to the other nurses, the nurse that's training will say to the nurses, all right, this is what's happening. Foaming from the mouth, I'm seizing. What are you doing? And we watch to make sure that they're actually not just reading a manual of what to do, but hands-on, what are you doing now? Now what are you doing? And what are you doing next? So we are absolutely prepared for when those moments happen when a child has a seizure disorder that we can handle it well. So trainings were definitely an important part of what we did not see in the beginning of the transition, which of course was the big population of, of pediatric patients. Also adults, we didn't foresee that nursing homes were going to be closing as much as they did in the last decade, and seniors want to be home. They felt safer at home. And of course, now with post-corona, and of course, obviously we're still in it, but seniors are absolutely the safest having the minimal amount of caregivers in the safety of their own homes. So yet another challenge for us to uh, prepare for as even more seniors find themselves um, leaving other options in the community and coming back into home care that we see a large increase in that population as well. So it's always changing and always unforeseen. But I'm really confident with our upper management team that we see these challenges and we take them on and we know how to deal with them as we go into the future. So as the success grows, you think that our employees are growing with it. So we're up for the, the task at hand is what you're saying. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, I think that we're kind of hearing a common trend within this interview. Um, you speak a lot about training. And like I said earlier, we do a really great job of training our employees. So we have that hands-on training that they do. And you were speaking a little bit about pediatric care. And I thought that was just a, a little funny because you said that you weren't even prepared to have that type of work within the company. No. <laughs> and the reason I say it's funny is because now if you hear Irene or 
Any of the nurses that work within the office, they love these children. They love them. And it's, it's funny that like you didn't even really see this as something that you were going to be doing in home care. And now, like you said, we, we specialize in it. Irene throws a Christmas party every year for these kids. So all of our, or all of our pediatric cases come to this Christmas party and she buys all of them gifts. So like I said, I think it's a little funny and I was laughing a little bit that she wasn't even ready for this pediatric care. She really took on the challenge at hand and actually grew it into something that we specialize in now. And I think it's great because you could tell when she speaks that it's not just about the money. She didn't say, oh, pediatric care is something that we should do as a home care agency because we'll make more money. You took it on because you said that you saw them, that they needed the need for care or they had the need for care. I'm sorry. And you trained your nurses properly to make sure that these pediatric cases were cared for. And now that you guys have them within the company, you guys love them. All of our nurses talk about the the children all the time. Oh, I love my patient. All of that. So, like, I think it's really great that not only were we able to grow in success, but you were able to instill something in the Serene team that everyone truly cares for their patients and loves their patients. And you could really see it within the office. I'm not in the field. I'm not a nurse, but I do work closely with everyone in the company and people, we really do care. And I'm glad that we have a team of people that you hire and uh, the people under you who hire other people. Everyone has that. They know that we have that core essence of if you're in it for the money, it's not the right thing. We're doing this because we care about our patients. And I, I think it's really great that we're able to take care of patients of all ages and truthfully care about all of them. Do we do anything in Serene aside that I'm not mentioning aside from the Christmas party? Like, do we do anything separately from that? Well, it's not actually a Christmas party. It's actually a okay. holiday party, and it's open up to all um, children and families of different diverse cultural backgrounds. We do buy the children gifts. It's very exciting. We do have someone who dresses up and hands out gifts to these kids, and they have. It's not just about gifts. So we have food for them, and it's a it's a festive party. We have. It's amazing. We have a lot of people who volunteer their time to come. We have a DJ. We have face painting. We have pipe girls that go on the floor and, and get all the kids dancing. And it's something I look forward to every year. And it's a time that we can bring these children together to actually see who we're taking care of. I stress and emphasize in my agency that we are people first. We could be nurses. We could take care of people. This is a business, of course. But at the core of what we do, we're people first. And to actually see a face instead of just a name and say, this is Susie Jones. She's a patient of ours. Um, and you see a face connected to the family and you understand the family dynamics. I think it makes you even a stronger, um, more capable caregiver. Remember, I started as a nurse. My goal was to take care of people. So I didn't lose that as an influence when I uh, started Serene and then progressed through the stages of Serene. So this party sort of ties it all together where we see these children with different cultural backgrounds. They get to see each other. Some of them mirror with each other that they have the same illnesses and diagnosis. And it really creates that unity within us that the Serene team goes further than just the workers. It's the community members that we serve. And with an emphasis on our lovely children that have these needs that we can provide the best services for, actually seeing them one-to-one to know what their family dynamics are about and who they are as individuals. 
I really like how you said that at Serene, we are people first. And examples like the holiday party and different things that we do throughout the year show that we are giving back to the community. We're not just, like I said earlier, we're not just doing this for money. We truly care about our patients. And that essence that we bring to the table of being able to care for our community and give back to the community mm-hmm. is seriously something that is built at the core of Serene. And I, I, that's why I love to work for the company. I love the fact that we all truly care about what we're doing, not just looking forward to the next paycheck. Right. Um, just to backtrack a little bit, uh, I was a little interested because we spoke about if you were ready for the success that Serene has brought to you and the, found, the challenges that you faced. Knowing what you know now, if you could redo it all and if you could go back in time and redo Serene, would you do anything differently knowing what you know now? Um, I think I, I mean, there was just so many areas to focus on that it, we, we came into the industry probably, like I said, in the start of managed care. And in a way, our business wasn't able to start like any traditional business because we, didn't start with like one patient and two and three. We went from a couple to this just being handed dozens of patients all at once. So we couldn't do the natural progression that most companies see. We were getting calls in every direction from people in need that wanted home care. And I believe our emphasis on really putting people's needs first. And I'm not just saying that lightly. Being a nurse, I, I, believe that I provided good care to patients, but also, you know, I've been a volunteer for many years. I volunteered with patients with neurological disorders that I really wanted to do things the right way. And when people saw the difference in Serene, and I've had patients in the beginning say, wow, this, this agency has run really well. You're actually calling to see how I'm doing. Um, you're helping me. I've helped patients contact not-for-profits that have helped them with certain things. I think because we were patient-focused right from the start that not only managed care, but a lot of people were turning to Serene. And to date, I mean, we've had thousands of patients, which, you know, is amazing. And I remember I said I only thought I'd have maybe 10 or 12, and here's a thousand patients. But my vision for Serene to provide patient quality care that's cost-efficient, and directed at their needs, not just for their um, diagnosis, but for their specific needs, considering what they need to make their life more comfortable, really picked up in the beginning and is a huge part of our success. So what would I do different? If I could go back, I probably would use technology a little more to the advantage of Serene from the beginning to prepare for these unforeseen patients that in the abundance that they came to Serene. And of course, prepare for pandemics. <laughs> I was laughing with a coworker of mine that we have, like most agencies have, and we all have an emergency preparedness book. And we all have preparedness in New York for earthquakes. And I thought it was funny that we have that, but not pandemics. So when I looked at that, I thought of how God willing, we'll never have a large earthquake in New York. But a pandemic was probably more of a probability. And yet I've talked to other peers of mine in the industry that no one was prepared for this. And so maybe that would be the other thing I'd go back and change is to be more prepared for what we would think may never happen. And we still have to be prepared for that. Yeah. As far as putting in different policies that uh, equate to 
different situations that can come from a pandemic and buying different supplies to make sure we have them in stock. I understand that because like I said, we were talking about earlier that it was very difficult to find these supplies in the beginning. And it shows that you truthfully believe in that answer because now we are stocked. We have a bunch of different things. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. There's disinfectant wipes. We have a bunch of masks. We actually bought a bunch of Serene Home Nursing Agency masks. So we not only have different uh, protective gear, I'd say, and uh, different methods of cleaning within the office, but we actually have our own brand mask too. So I think that's great that we were able to uh, get that in our marketing campaign to not only put Serene out there, but as well as protecting people with using these masks. Okay. So we spoke about, like I said, the success that the company has grown to basically what you would do differently if you could go back to the beginning. Um, As of right now, under your leadership, can you tell me what you believe the future of Serene looks like? Sure. Um, Again, with home care and all the changes and uh, the politics around it and the changing of our patient population also with patients, um, baby boomers now clearly being um, senior citizens and their needs. I could tell you, like everybody else, we're always on uncharted waters, but we acknowledge that now. So what I see in the future for Serene is really using innovative technology to be able to communicate with our staff in the field, we're doing things that I don't think any of our competitors are doing right now that are brilliant by utilizing technology in certain ways that we can, on the spot, know if if there's an issue in homes, if there's any concern or medical concern for patients. Instantly, messages go back to our supervisors. Our training programs, we're having putting together training programs that are more advanced to allow for the needs that we see uh, forthcoming. We also, I believe there will be more seniors like transitioning back into home care and also a larger population of pediatric or even adolescent patients who are transitioning back from these facilities into home care. Unfortunately, I also see a growth in mental health. Um, there's a large population of adolescents like never before who are suffering depression and anxiety. And I believe, I think there's going to be a transition into home care with those patients as well for nurses to do spot checks on them and make sure that they're okay. So that's also something that we're considering. And we're also growing into infusion therapy quickly, which is wonderful because it's a very big cost-saving measure to people who pay for these services in hospitals and facilities to transition into home care. So you think that pediatric care and senior care, as well as infusion, like you said, is going to filter back into the home care agency. So we're going to have an influx of cases, what you're saying, correct? Yeah, it could be a possibility. Um, but we're going to be prepared and we already, we are prepared. We have already started with infusion therapy. We have, we do have infusion therapy patients, but I think it'll be in a more of a larger abundance, including our seniors. I think that. Uh, there'll be even more seniors coming back to home care. That's awesome. So not only do you think that the home care industry is going to grow and we're going to see this influx of patients, but you're very confident that the Serene team is able to handle those challenges at hand. And uh, I think that just goes to show that your position as a leader in the company, you're able to really confide and trust in your employees because you know that you've trained them adequately and the people under you, your directors and whatnot, have trained their employees adequately as well. So 
I love that as a leader and as the CEO of Serene, you're very confident to take on that challenge. Whereas some companies would be a little nervous and saying like, oh my God, how are we going to stay off all of these houses or how are we going to deal with all of these patients? Instead, like I said, you're very confident. And that just goes to show that the leadership within Serene is very prominent. And we, we do a very good job of training our staff and caring for our patients, not just giving them nursing and aid services, but truthfully caring for them. So like I said, with your leadership and our employees' ability to care for their patients and really love what they're doing, I think that we will be able to handle the challenge at hand as well. I think as the caseload grows, I think the company will grow as well. And I'm very excited to see the future of that. Um, I've personally mentioned a few times throughout the interview, and I usually talk about our company as the Serene team. We We market ourselves as the Serene team. Can you kind of go off of what that is exactly because you created that that term the serene team um could you basically talk about that a little bit absolutely i said before that we put people first from the beginning the origins of serene i was very um focused on making sure that our employees felt dignified and were treated with respect and knew that they can call and talk to somebody if they needed to ask any questions that they had, and they felt respected and valued. I feel it's very important to not make employees feel that they're just a name and, you know, go into a house to work for us, that they actually feel valued as a worker and as a person. We have actually also put into place something that's called um, a merit award system where we reward patient, I'm sorry, we reward employees for the good job that they do. The serene team, that term is really, it's very important to me that people understand that they really are part of a team and what they're doing makes a difference in these people's lives and that they're valued. And there are times that I didn't feel like that when I worked in home care and I felt like I did a lot and it wasn't really valued. And it's something that I took with me to home care that um, I always stop and say hello to my workers if they're coming in to pick up a paycheck or whatever it may be and I'll ask them how they're doing. Uh, we have a quality improvement team at Serene that that's part of their job as well, that they call workers to see how they're doing and what they could do to make a difference uh, for them as well. So it's not just patient focus, it's also employee focus where people feel comfortable and part of the team. And we have many workers that have been with us for years that stay with Serene and say that they love working and being a part of the Serene team. Just to go off that a little bit, for those of you who don't know, um, just to basically explain the difference between a, uh, a hospital nurse and a or a facility nurse and a home care nurse. When you're on a hospital floor nursing and helping out patients, you usually have doctors to talk to. There's other nurses there and you basically have people to confide in and, and help you while you're working on that floor. Um, whereas home care, it's a little different. Um, most of these houses only have one nurse. A majority of them do. So we are putting our nurses into the field and I think that it's very important that they do feel like they're a part of that serene team because we don't want them to feel like they're alone while they're in the field. We give them the proper training, like we said. We make sure that they are completely ready to go and that they're ready to take care of our patients. But even when they're in the field alone or at the house taking care of the patients alone, like I said, they don't have a doctor or other nurses to confide in. They could always call their supervisors or they could call their team members, the serene team, because 
any team works towards a common goal. So if you're on a basketball team, a football team, a chess team, just like in sports, I think it's very important to create that culture of having a team. So I think it's really great that we really truthfully do have employees that although they're in the fields and they're not in office with us and they're working alone uh, on a case, they still feel like they're part of that team. And that's what I said. Like we, I speak about it like the Serene team because we truthfully are a team. Everyone works together very well and we work towards that common goal of making sure our patients are cared for properly and that we're basically doing things in accordance to the state rules and different things like that. Everyone knows the common goals and we work together to make them happen. If you're not a team, and I, I truthfully believe this, if you have a company where people do not feel like they're on or part of a team and everyone's working individually, it's not as effective. So I think it's really great that you came up with that phrase and that it really stuck, that everyone is really truthfully happy to be a part of the Serene team. And I think that's really a great thing. Just going off of what we were speaking about before, uh, you were a registered nurse yourself. You hire a lot of different nurses and, and whatnot. Do you have any advice for people who are maybe pursuing a career in home care? Um, I can even expand on that and give advice to the new nurse. Okay. And I've said this to nurses who have um, contemplated going into home care. Um, what I say to them is, if you have a very, if you have a balanced life where you have, maybe you have a significant other or you have children or you're into some kind of sport and or your friends, home care actually, when you want it to be a part of your life, is a great option because, and especially with Serene, we have so many cases that a lot of nurses can really find work so close to their homes that they can have a set schedule. They can work you know, Monday, Wednesday, and, you know, Friday, eight to, you know, eight to eight or whatever the hours are, that they could build a life around that. So they do allow time for their children and they do allow time for their significant other and things that they wanted to do. When you're in a hospital, which I've, you know, worked in the hospital as well, um, you don't have that ability to plan your life well. You don't have the ability to say, you know, every Wednesday I'm going to do whatever because I don't have to work. If you're scheduled to work in the hospital, you don't, it could be different days throughout the week. So what I tell people are entering home care is it's not, you know, it's transition and modernized in so many ways that you still can get, um, you, you get the, the foundation of having the same days that you work every week so you could build a life, but you're also getting access in Serene to continuing education opportunities, to being able to go back and talk to your team members to see if there's any changes in, in what's going on in the industry. So home care is a great option for people who want to have and have other things going on in their life. We're more, I think, a hospital position, which are wonderful, of course, um, if you want to build in a different direction and, and you're very career focused and and you want to build in that direction, that's wonderful too. But home care is a great option, especially for uh, people who have children, that they have the flexibility that they can go to their child's baseball game or, or football game or whatever it may be. And that's what actually drew me to home care because I was a single mother of three children and um, I was able to balance my life that I still was a big part of their life 
going to their sports events and doing other things. And it, my life wasn't all about working sporadic days and hours that I was able to have a life with them when they were little. So that's my advice to someone thinking of home care, that it's a great option. And that's how they envision themselves throughout their career, having it be a part of their life. I never really thought about what you just said, basically. In a hospital, you're you're continuing your learning. You're, you're learning a lot of different things because there's a lot of different patients coming in and whatnot. And I, I think it's very cool that you kind of recognize that people probably think it's a stop in their career when they go to home care because they have that one or maybe two patients that they care for and their specific needs, but they're not continuing to learn. So you implemented programs to make sure that they do continue that learning just in case they want to expand onto a different uh, patient, so to say. So I think it's great that although home care is different from hospitals, you've found ways to make sure that people who are maybe on the borderline of going into home care because they they think that they won't learn as much. Now they have these programs and they're becoming a part of this team that are grow, that's growing and teaching them to do these things while they're still in home care. So they get the flexible schedule, like you said at Serene, but also they're getting that learning and that those periodic programs of uh, basically teaching them new things. And I think that's really a, a great Absolutely. thing, especially for home care, because like I said, it's, it's probably hard to progress your learning and we're making sure that they don't stop. We don't want our employees here. We want them to keep rising as the company rests. Absolutely. I think that's amazing. Okay. So we've heard a lot of great things about Irene and the company as well. Um, we learned her basically why she became a nurse, what she did as a registered nurse and how that developed into making a home care agency on Long Island. And, and we, we got a lot of different insight in the mind of the CEO, what her decision-making process was during the growth of this company and it promoted in a lot of success. Irene, I'm very happy that you came out today. Um, I know you're very busy and I'd like to thank you for showing our viewers a little bit about Serene and about yourself as well, because this was a truly great episode. And like I said, thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Schnapp. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at The Schnapp. That's the S-H-N-A-P. This is your host, Jesse Condon, signing off.